Okay, five thirty. Okay, uh, but are but are all these cameras recording? Yeah, yeah. I are you getting the like the empty seats? Oh yeah, that's what this one's for. Nice. Right, Just nice, empty nice, seats. This is three more people than I expected. This Malcolm McDowell is still going. Cool. Once he lets out, then this place is yeah, going to get crawling. Yeah, don't shut the doors. Leave it. It's, it's an open. You can leave the doors oh, open. Don't, yeah, yeah, you leave them open. I mean, if you don't mind. Because certainly attracting more people in here to maybe double our audience would be great. I don't <clears> want <throat> anybody to look through that peephole and be like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know about this room. Might swear. <laughs> so, Brian, are we rolling? Uh, we are. Hi. This is fantastic. One, two, three, four, five people. Yes. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yay! <laughs> I'll edit that later. <laughs> we, we are in the Oak Bay Room 2 at the Capital City Comic Con. It is Saturday, March 23rd, 2019, and we are about to do the Zones Geek Out podcast. Uh, we're just going to explain sort of how a normal podcast goes. Uh, I'll introduce everyone in a second. And we're, we're going to kind of do what we would normally do on a podcast and you can find our podcast at thezone.fm slash podcast and uh, we're not going to swear today there's at, no at children all? in here there's, but the doors are open and so children yeah. could hear us if they were going by right so we're not going to Farts. swear at all the regular podcast that. has some swears so uh, anyways <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between let's do this Today on the Geek Up Podcast, we are live at the Capital City Comic Con. Again, I'll 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 edit that part a little bit later. I'll make I'll double the size of this crowd in in the post. Brian, go your next. Oh, that's right. Happened. Yeah, uh, who would win in a fight, Thanos or Voldemort? Don't answer now. We'll talk about it. <laughs> what are your desert island geeky movies? Loaded question. We're definitely not going to rank every movie in the MCU because that's not going to be interesting. Uh, but you're bound to disagree with us anyway. And time travel is a totally bunk and bogus device. Am I right? Boo. <laughs> is the new sexy. Let's go to the podcast. This is really exciting. We've never done any of these, but I mean, this is technically our 25th podcast, so we do not know what we're doing. We're just sort of making this up as we go along. Did you seriously open up a can of pop into the microphone here? I brought it from home. <laughs> oh my! As he God. does every flipping show. Unbelievable. You were almost late too, so thanks for being authentic. Yeah, everything is is, is as it should be. True Hi myself. everyone, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm Resident Geek from the Zone at 91.3, and this is the Zone's Geek out podcast where every Thursday generally we record about an hour of us talking about the geeky news of the week. This is incredible. Our audience has just increased about 20%. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. That is amazing. Uh, we're going to go down the line according to the signs. So, who are you? Oh, why did I have to sit here? Kirsten <laughs> is always bad at saying who she is and, and at the beginning and saying where we can find her on the internet at the end. Go. I am Kirsten James. You can hear me on the Weekend Zone and on this podcast and just in case you didn't notice, I am also a girl. Ding! The girl. The girl. Yeah, <laughs> this pod. That's nice. Uh, my name is Paul Blasino. I host the Afternoon Zone on the Zone at 91.3, where we're all from as well. Um, and I also have another podcast, which is uh, related to that show called the PJ Party Podcast, which you can find wherever you might find this podcast. Can I say more things right now, too? Number one, um, to address the amount and size of the audience, which is so okay, good. Fine. I love that um, there is a sizable percentage of the people here who are related to the people at the panel by 
blood or marriage. That's uh, hilarious to me. And also, Kirsten should get hit like props for bringing blood and marriage people because where's the rest of our family and friends? Did none of do we have nobody? Do we have like uh, Brian? You have a family. Yeah. Where's your children? They don't support me. <laughs> okay. Well, I, this is unbelievable. There's so few people. Um, but uh, no, it is. Thank you all so much for coming out. And um, yeah, that's all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And uh, and I have to leave right away after. Oh, and then let me say this oh, as well: Paul. is that I, it's you know what? And you guys can talk about this too if you're finding it the same way. But it is a little nerve wracking being in front of even this many people to like talk about this nerdifying of stuff. And I know obviously we're all here and we're all like minded and uh, yes, people dressed in costumes and what have you. Cosplay, cosplay. cosplay. Sorry, I'm sorry, but like it's nervous because I don't know. Do you it's nervous like, because normally we're broadcasting to zero people. We're in a room by right. ourselves. This yeah. is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more people than usual than we would be talking to. And I'm kind of freaking out right now. Right? Like, and I can deep pull from like the my nerdiest moments of my life where I'm deep diving into a Wikipedia and tell Art that he's wrong, that there is too a mouth of Sauron. But uh, it's to say it in front of other people, I'm feeling a little bit self-conscious right now. But again, thank you all so much for coming. Speaking of being nervous, Art, what were you doing? Thank you half for rambling ago? there. I had a few shots for courage. <laughs> <laughs> What's needed? Uh, yeah, my name's Art Aronson. I'm a reporter for The Q, 100.3 The Q, and for The Zone at 91.3, and I'm a known Captain America fanboy. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. All right. Um, I don't. Oh, I don't. He doesn't subscribe. We touched on that. Oh, wow. We're not going to. Not that's a horrible storyline, yeah. and everyone knows <laughs> it. <laughs> do, are, do, are we picking up the heckles very well, or should we double down on what? Uh, oh yeah, right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll double down. We'll restate the right. heckles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, like that heckle being uh, Captain America being part of Hydra are, is uh, very upset about that. And, the uh, scroll angle? No, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty hacky <laughs> writing. Uh, my name is DJ Boitano. Uh, I am regularly heard in the zone at 91.3 in the afternoon zone in Paul's show. I do a show called The Mixtape uh, every weekday at 5 o'clock. Um, I also produce a lot of the podcasts, so like I'll, I'll edit things and, and stuff, um, and that which is why I have all this technology here. If somebody does because we are in a live setting and this is sort of a family friendly event so if somebody does decide to Why swear are you I, have, at me? I, I didn't look at you <laughs> but if say if Kirsten decided to swear I have like oh well know, that done. kind of access yeah. so we have to warn you in advance if we're gonna swear yeah I, I have like this 10 second delay oh <laughs> fudge Oh, okay, there you go. Okay, I, I can't believe he mic. psyched you out like that. He's never going to swear. Yeah, but doesn't swear. No. Uh, well, and, and one of these, please, for Brian, who's done all the technical setup for today. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. There oh, you go. Oh, well. Yeah, I, oh. I, was, I was with Art at uh, Bartholomew's, and I only had one drink, so <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> I can smell you from here. So how we normally uh, would start the show is by talking about what happened this week or this past week on Bud's Weekly Geek I'm Bud, and I have this other show called Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Wednesdays at 7.20 with Dylan and Jason in the morning zone. But we've already... Oh, they, wait, wait a minute. Like Jason Lamb's here. Whoa, hey, wow, it's Jason Lamb from the morning here. zone. Hi, oh. Jason Lamb. Hi. Who right here, Jason here. shaved yeah. to meet gonna, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, was yeah. Malcolm nice? Cool. He's very nice. Hey, Jason, he's very, says, Jason says he's very nice. Very oh, nice. sorry. Sorry. I'm going to do it again. Oh, he's still Jason going. Says, no wonder it's so empty for this. Yeah, well, we were on the same time as Malcolm McDowell. So, yeah, normally I would talk about what I did talk about on Bud's Weekly Geek Out. 
but that's already been done. So I'm going to give the uh, 10 people in this room a sneak peek of what I'm talking about Wednesday. Oh. Don't give this away. This is top trade. Se- this is not important. Wait, can I do this? Can I do this? Yep. Hello, everyone. This is a spoiler alert. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Mary. Okay, there thank you. you. That is our sub receptionist, Mary, who makes an appearance every time there is a uh, there is a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> this week, is loving it. <laughs> <laughs> one dude who gets the joke. <laughs> this week on Bud's Weekly Geek Out, I'll be talking about Stadia, which is Google's new streaming game service. If we're actually finally coming to the dream of quote-unquote Netflix for games, this could very well be it. However, I will also possibly touch on the rumor they hear say that Walmart, of all people, is also looking into uh, streaming game service of their own. I mean, they are sitting on top of six server farms, but they, that's probably a little less than... Uh, than, than Google has. Is that true? Walmart owns that many server farms? Yeah, it's for handling their customer data. Wow. Yeah. Is Does every Walmart supercenter that you see as you drive through America, like sitting on one on top of these? I highly doubt things? it. I hi- is yeah, that I what it is? Like as big as it is above ground, it's below ground as well, holding I, all these servers? I really don't think is that's... Is that how it goes, no, bud? really definitely but not is how that it what's goes. happening Please in America stop right now? That is not how it goes. Okay, for the love of Pete. I also have a Paul button. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness That'll for that. Me. Thank you. And I'm also going to touch on something that I am personally excited for because I get three minutes on the radio every week, so I get to talk about what I'm personally excited for. But the this appears to be the very first time that Nintendo, my favorite gaming company, will be lending out their IP, their intellectual property, to an indie studio from Vancouver who is making a game called Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer, featuring Legend of Zelda. That's the entire title <laughs> of the like game. Sounds like an awesome band name. Yeah. The, <laughs> Crypt of the Necrodancer is this pretty cool little indie game from this studio in Vancouver. It's a rhythm game. You're in a crypt, and you fight your way out, and you do it to the beat. They're coming out with another game. The rumors were true. The rumors that there would be two Zelda games in 2019 is true. Just last week at the with the Nindies, Nintendo Direct, they announced this Cadence of Hyrule game, which will star Link and Zelda as playable characters. I am stupid excited about wow. this. And yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's coming up this week on Bud's Weekly Geek Out. You don't actually need to listen now because I probably said all I'm going to say. Geek news we're going to move on to, right? According to my sheet that I sort of made up at the last second, we're going to talk about a geek battle royale. Mm. I don't get this question. Who came up with this question? It's not a question. It's uh, more of a... We're, we're each, I, think, I think, are we each going to do one or we just... Do we have any... Was yeah. there any thought put into this? Yeah, so here's the thing. Okay. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I had a lot of thought put into it in terms of bringing this idea to you guys but i forgot to write some stuff down <laughs> so i had i had i had a couple of things but i had a couple of people that like I, we could pair up and then discuss the basically use it's who would win in a fight mm. right so in, up up at the top um bud had one of my suggestions who would win and and feel free like if if, if some of you do want to chime in you know i i really don't think it's going to go as off the rails as it already has i think we should try one um, though to see because i'm now that i think about the formatics of this and and this setting and we're trying to record a live podcast that is both interesting to the 10 people here and the maybe four people who will listen to this yeah. i don't know how this is going to go so maybe well we let's just, just try, try one, one. Okay. okay well okay if if we're going off the top with, with what i had said in the intro who do you think would win thanos or voldemort and now what well, discuss. Oh, we, oh, we discuss. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Good. Well, okay. I mean, Thanos has already snapped away half our audience, so. Oh, yeah. that explains it. Yeah. That makes Voldemort way more sense. Turned to dust and floated away in the exact way that 
Thanos oh. did to everyone else too. So I think that's right. been solved. Is that it? That was just the beginning of the decimation. We just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, this and went no nowhere. Wizards, okay. No other wizards were affected. And Thanos could just go back in time and kill all the Horcruxes. Does anybody disagree? Uh, oh. Yes, you disagree, <laughs> sir. You think Voldemort would win? Voldemort in a fight? would, would okay, defeat Thanos. Voldemort could win. Because if you take a look at all the Marvel He thinks Voldemort could win because if you take a look at all the Marvel yep. characters, Squirrel Girl is one of the ones that can win <laughs> against Thanos. I don't understand what's going on. I'm just saying what he's saying. Okay, You're agreeing, uh, and we have an agreeing? Now, mm. uh, apparently Squirrel Girl is here. This is amazing. Squirrel Girl could beat Thanos. Voldemort, who has more power than Squirrel Girl, could easily defeat This person Thanos. is going on. What makes you think that Squirrel Girl can defeat Voldemort? I didn't say she could be defeated Voldemort. I mean, or, or vice versa, then. This person's whole argument is based on Squirrel Girl, and as I think this person is cosplaying as Squirrel Girl right now. Is that right? No. What don't is? let the ears fool you. Oh, my <laughs> no. God. It's just ears. Not cosplaying I just Squirrel see ears. What is? What is your You're name? a cosplay prejudiced. <laughs> sorry. I don't know about yeah. Do you want to bring the mic? The mic cable's long. Because Where is it? Is this one? Uh, Mine? Okay. It it's a tough thing to put anyone against the Voldemort because yeah, he's got Voldemort, magic, right? Yeah, but do you have to say because he like I found that in, in yes, he who must not be named. Uh, like it, it, when you're watching Fantastic Beasts, they're doing spells without saying the spell. Yeah, and it was like really annoying because like since when can you do a spell without saying the name of the spell? That's like. Uh, that's something they do in book seven, I think, or book six. Oh, There's like a whole way to do that. To, to you, say it, to do a oh, spell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. That's like advanced magic. Back oh, me up on that. Yeah, unspoken I, spells. I'm that kind of expert on Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, is if you remember in, no, oh, which one, number five or six, yeah. Snape was trying to teach Harry how to do Spells without saying them. Exactly. It's only what in high school, called? Hogwarts, but don't you still have to, like, where you have to yell out Expelliarmus and Forgetimus and all that stuff forget, forget to, to actually do the spell. Yeah, but yeah. but don't you have to like at least think it or like feel it? Uh, yeah, you gotta feel it and you yeah. gotta remember a good thought. So, yeah, but like right. uh, Thanos, all he's got to do, like if he's got like, are we talking like Thanos? Does he have the entire power of the Infinity Gauntlet, or is this? Thanos. Oh, context, right, of that course. Is, that is good context. I'd say, Because yes. if he has the entire power of the Infinity Gauntlet, he's going to win. Is this he must not be named with the Elder Wand? Lord. That, that is also a good question. Right? Does Voldemort have the Elder Wand? Why do you call him he who must not be named? Because, all oh, because he really must not be named. We have some, more, we have some more, that up. more audience participation. I'm sorry, but Kirsten James just took my question. <laughs> but I was going to elaborate on the question, or like at least the battle royale aspect. Is does Thanos have Thanos have the gauntlet, and does Voldemort have the wand? I think, in, or for the case of this argument, trying to like slap fight each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which would be its own thing. They're both prepubescent, and uh, have never <laughs> been in a fight before, <laughs> so it's just a slapping. No, I think for the sake of this debate, obviously they're both at full power, whatever that means. And has Thanos been like blessed by love? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Thanos obviously finds out that he who must not be named's name was Tom Riddle, goes back in time, kills him, comes back, it's over. Oh, and then Paul says, hack! Yeah, that's very hacky writing art. Very yeah, hacky. a tactic used yeah. by Thanos. Again, to be used by the Avengers. 
Is yeah. this working? Endgame. Is this working? Is this thing okay. we're doing working? Sure. Uh, do we want to do another one? Or do we want to move to a different topic? Do, does anybody have a suggestion of of like who? Bat- who wants a battle pit royale? Up against each other? Nope, that nope. worked well. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of um, time travel, Art, since you brought it up, I think that we should okay. talk about this bet because I don't know if anybody in here uh, has heard the bet that Paul and Brian have made for Endgame. Should we do this first? Come on. Isn't that nice? That is nice. I got to use these. I loaded them into my... This took me a while to load. <laughs> Uh, Paul, do you want to reiterate the bet and tell it from your point of view? Sure. Probably using uh, the words uh, hack a couple times. Brian is so... I guess I can't say horny. Um, Brian is so <laughs> aroused for the idea of time travel that uh, when he is going to be looking forward to this Avengers Endgame movie, he thinks every single thing in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, all 22 movies, has led to this last movie and that, uh, you know, as we all know, do you want to hit that spoiler alert button again? Uh, Thanos snaps everyone out of existence. Hello, everyone. Um, you ask for the spoiler alert, alert and you don't wait quiet. for the spoiler alert? Thank you. Um, so so he th- Brian really thinks that um, how that's going to be undone, the snapping out of existence, is some kind of a time travel thing. I don't think it's... That's all how- your favorite Avengers are going to get into a time travel machine and time travel back to when b- baby Thanos was just a little purple boo and he's, they're going to kill him then or something like that or undo it worth of time travel. And I say, no, that is hacky writing. And uh, every time that any universe that doesn't isn't like already pre-predicated on time travel, like Back to the Future or H.G. Wells in the Time Machine or whatever it is, every time you then at the end of it like sneak time travel in, it's too deuce ex machina, it's too easy, it's too lazy, it's hacky writing. <laughs> and what did I say, Machina? Machina. <laughs> How's that movie, yeah. right? So I just don't care for it. I don't care. And I and this doesn't uh, include, obviously, we've already seen, oh, Thanos uses the time stone and like backs up time a little bit. I get it. If something like that happens, then I still win. This is We're talking about Brian wants the Avengers to get into a time machine and go <laughs> to a different time of the world. And this is what really oh, is bothering me, Brian. Oh, this is how up. hacky it gets when they go to, t- whenever they like rely on time travel, we're going to get that line. Where are we? When When are we? (laughs) Hack! No. Hacky writing! Boring! We've not spent 22 movies and 45 minutes of purely end credit scenes just to say... Where are we? <laughs> when are we, Mr. Stark? Paul. I can't wait till some of the volunteers come and close Paul. the door slowly. Can I just... <laughs> That's Paul. why this bed exists. And you know what it is, too, Brian? Before you get your heavier side, you know why you're so aroused for this? It's because your favorite thing about these movies is the tie-in. You love, like, uh, like finding out, like, oh, in this movie, he scratches his behind his left ear, and then the next movie, that's foreshadowing because his left ear gets dipped an acid or whatever, right? <laughs> so you love like those and you just want this entire franchise of 28 movies to lead to them going back in time and double scratching somebody's ear. That's that's I think why you like it so much is because you love the tie-ins of the movies and the foreshadow. Okay, just a second though. though. So now that Paul has had his um, allotted 10-minute rant in <laughs> his podcast, um, 
in this room, who thinks that in Endgame there's going to be time travel? Yeah. We have one, two, three, four, five hands mostly up. If Thanos does this, half and that yeah. means half the room. I feel like <laughs> about half ten the people room. in well, So we know if he snaps, half the universe will be gone. What does he? Yeah. What happens if he does this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two of the hands up have turned to come see, come saw. Yeah. So, so maybe. Right. All right. It's like, and, and we're talking like. People have to take a nap if Thanos does that. It's not a bad point. All right, any Prime. time travel. Any time travel. I'm voting for the other scenario, but there's no time travel. No, okay, so you're just joining us. No time travel. time travel. Brian, do you want to say why you think... There's a lot of theories out there. Mm-hmm. There, are, there's, there are a lot of theories. Um, I, I, I don't argue the fact or, you know, your, your theory based on why, uh, about why I like the idea because right. I think it's fairly accurate. I, I really do think You're that not arguing the fact that Paul says you like it because you're horny for time travel? I <laughs> said I wouldn't kick it out of bed. Just, okay. um, Sorry, what, was the, what no. was the word I was supposed to say <laughs> instead of horny? Aroused. Oh, the reality, the reality oh, stone. We're going with the reality stone. So okay. we're going to fix it by Fair pulling enough. the wool over people's eyes. Fair enough. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I like that theory too. Um, the reality stone would put things back without time travel. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll there see. you go, Paul. We'll There's see. some support. Paul, I Thank just needed, I just need to much. remind you after that, that rant that we are one, two rooms away from uh-huh. the sensory room, the quiet room, the right. room where people are going to when there's a bit too much stimuli. Right. And you're yelling probably straight through this room to that other room. <laughs> right. That's all I wanted to remind you. <laughs> yeah. Ha! He so says, oh, for the love of Pete. These uh, removable walls are pretty soundproof. <laughs> yeah, the ones that fold into the wall when you're done. <laughs> They're the cracks. You need a bigger every- wall. You need a bigger room. Oh, apparently it is a soundproof room. Because they did, they did the escape room there last year. So they didn't oh, okay. hear anything from outside. Now, there we go. Not saying keep yelling, Paul. <laughs> now, here's here's an interesting thing. We yeah. already know that Endgame occurs 10 years into the future from the last movie. Do we mm-hmm. know that? Yes, we do. Why? Because the actress that is playing Cassie, Ant-Man's daughter, is 10 years older mm-hmm. than the last actress. This is wild speculation. No, it's not, it's not speculation. <laughs> right? No, Brian, back there. me up. That's not, that hasn't yeah, been Yeah, kids are like mystery ages. There's a lot, there's a lot of mystery. <laughs> now, there's a lot of mystery castings. There's a lot of actresses that have cast, and they're saying they, they've been cast in a mystery role. One of those is Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why, whom I think is actually going to be playing Cassie Lang, which is an older version of Cassie Lang into the future. Uh, and that's kind of where I... I, or I was going with with the time travel stuff. I do agree with your assessment of why I like it is because I do like the idea that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been seeding these little things to build up to a final kind of conclusion. And a you know, and I don't think that'll be the be all end all way of how they solve this thing. But I think it will factor in, which is the bet which you will owe me lunch. Oh yeah, we we forgot about that. That was the bet. Yeah, Brian actually thinks there's like. Like scenes from like the Winter Soldier movie in already. In the I think uh, they'll, they'll re- revisit the Battle of New York. I think the thing is the thing that I'm gonna love about this is that after we get out of horny uh, yeah, you know, I said I <laughs> love about it. Is the word we Aroused use now. Aroused is fine. Oh God. Um, I think the lo- the thing that I love about it 
uh, or the idea that I like about it is is um, the idea of being able to go out of the movie after watching Endgame and then going home and finding your old DVD collection. Like I want to watch all this stuff tonight, yeah. just because like they've they've sort of seeded all these things. I don't want it to see if they you know maybe they did seed all the, these things like early on. There's a way I think though to do that and keep moving us forward one second at a time. There's a way. Um, to and uh, they're the clever ones. They'll be the ones who figure it out. But um, th- yeah, th- there's a way for us to be like, remember this, as they already do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, without them getting literally into a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's gonna happen. I if, don't know if they have that license yet. Yeah, the left arm. <laughs> <Disney? laughs> Iron Man's left arm theory. I thought that was kind of brilliant. All right, have we covered the bet? No. No. Brian. Did you bring a Manila envelope? Oh, I did. oh right, 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 right. Oh, oh, okay. I said that in the last pod that I would bring. Um, <laughs> I would bring. Oh wait, no, those are parking instructions. No, nope, that's. <laughs> you got parking? No, 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 no. It's, uh, sorry. I'm getting a ticket right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I did say in the last pod that I would bring all of my little theories that I I spout out and waste your guys' times on on the podcast. This guy's the uh, real. And I would print it out and I would bring an envelope so we could put it in. We can seal it in that envelope and wow. if you guys want to sign it and we'll. Can we go through after. a few of these theories? No, no, I don't want to know. I don't, like some people don't want to know. Oh, oh, right. Some oh, it's all. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. And that's more sense. why. And, all right. And all, that would be probably pretty boring because maybe some of these theories won't even really pan out. But anyway, I'm putting it in, and somebody could could see. And after the, we the see envelope. Endgame, we are going to open this envelope and see how wrong. <laughs> is, are we doing a magic trick right now? Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, there We're going to see how wrong or right. Brian was with his predictions. Yeah. Can I seal it for you, Brian? Yeah, go ahead. He's gonna Paul is licking whoa, the envelope. There he goes. He's sealing wow. it. Wow, this is great radio. Absolutely. It. He's unnecessarily overly licking yeah. the envelope. Now He's that it's sealed. Sealing it down with his thumbs. <laughs> now that it's sealed, Paul's not going to get to see after Endgame the insult that I wrote in about him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good with the bet? Are we moving on? Yes. All right. Do you have music for Desert Island Geek movies? No. Okay. Are we going to talk about that? This is normally the stuff that we would edit out of the podcast. <laughs> are we going to... This is basically just your three favorite movies, because anything can be... Who said three? TV. I didn't think of three. You're on a desert island. You don't get three. Why can't you get three? Because you need other things on a desert island. What is what is the one movie... One. Are we going MC or just all movies? All movies. That you yeah. would take... What's your favorite movie? No. No. You're going to say some sports thing. Okay. If you're stuck <laughs> on a desert island... Yeah. You can only take one movie with you. We are on the Geek Out podcast. What movie would you take, Kirsten? <sighs> Why'd you have to start with me? You're just I thought, to my broadcast. Well, left. I thought we were going to do MCU. So I, when I thought about this, so then MCU, all of the MCU ones. Um, I thought Thor Ragnarok. Oh why? Thor- well, because it's so funny and it has it's so rewatchable, and I don't think I would ever get sick of it. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> you thought he said something else before. I know I did. <laughs> Paul? Um, I kind of want to hear more about Thor Ragnarok from Kirsten. <laughs> I'm going to try to come to everybody in the room to very quickly say the one movie 
MCU, maybe? Um, well, that I you would like take we with you MCU on it to a desert island. Otherwise, it's, it's too much and my brain will explode trying to think. But I'm going to try and make this part movie. fast, so think of your movie now. But, um, you yeah, know, I just, I just think it's a funny one to watch. My, my backup one, um, well, if I could have a backup one, would Why be. Why not? Yeah, it would, it would be like Avengers because it's like you get a little bit of everything. Like when I go out to eat, I like to have like a little sampler platter. And that's what <laughs> Avengers is like, so right? True. What? Yeah. It's even yeah. like, yeah. like a sampler platter. I don't want to commit to like a whole burger or a salad or some sort of meal if I have a sampler platter I get yeah. to try a little bit of everything a thousand percent that is the appeal of buffets everyone yeah. not gorging yourselves it's a little bit of everything yeah <laughs> because they never let okay. you have scrambled right. eggs and eggs benedict in one meal Mm-mm. Paul what's your movie unless you get a buffet what's your movie Paul and bacon um, <laughs> so we were talking about uh, what food we'd bring to a desert island <laughs> what food would you bring um, I would pick Avengers mm-hmm for the same reason, Infinity War, because I hate resolutions. Oh. Resolutions. <laughs> 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 and Infinity when, War has no resolution. Like wrap up. Oh. Right. I just, but you I just want to be on that island. Just, you know why I would? Okay. And you know what? Oh, I want to go. go on that here island today. Again. Because if I watch uh, Avengers, if all I have to watch is Avengers Infinity War, and uh, oh, there's children outside now. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man has a real rough one. You know, that uh, Spider-Man's got a rough one out there. Oh, what still looking. does that even mean? Well, you know, at the end of the movie, when Spider-Man has a bit of a rough, a rough one. one. Yeah, sure. Let's say what happens to Spider-Man. Um, so Spider-Man has a rough one, right? And then all of them have a rough one. Um, and I'm on this island, and then I watch them all have this rough one, and then I don't know what happens, and I don't know if I've won this bet from Brian or what, then I'm going to keep on fighting to get off that island. And that's what's going to save my life. How do they resolve this? No, yeah, you're going to want to stay on that desert island because you don't want to buy me lunch when you get off. <laughs> the hero of Infinity War is Thanos, and the hero won. It's a Thanos movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Art Aronson. Art Aronson. What's your movie? Okay, all right. Uh, my movie. Oh, it's a Captain man. America movie. Watch. MCU, Tony, right? Captain yep. America movie. Yeah. I would Captain Ca- America. I think Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is the best movie in the MCU, just start to finish. I think it's the best planned out and has like just all its lasting effects on the MCU. I think it's clearly the best one. But I think I would go Captain America Civil War just because it is like an Avengers movie. You get the buffet. You get the buffet. You get the buffet. You get Spider-Man. You get the introduction. You get, yeah, you get all the cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think I'd go with that one. And it also really, if you think about why the Avengers lost in Infinity War, was because of the events of Civil War, because they weren't a team, Uh, because Tony and Steve weren't talking Talk about no resolution. Yeah, yeah. so because of that, I, I just like that about Civil War. I respect that movie a lot and the way it ended. Uh, and there's a lot of MCU movies that didn't end, you know, where, you know, nobody wins sort of thing. So I would go Captain America, the C- Civil War. Brian. Art took my movie. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah, that would be a good one just because I could watch, I could rewatch that airport battle scene. Yeah. A thousand times, you know, and not get tired. There's two battle scenes in that movie. You got the fun airport scene, and then you got the end, which was like so emotionally charged and just like these guys are ripping their heads off, you know, want to rip each other's heads off. So because you took mine, uh, I'll say being um, uh, a music nerd as well, I would probably go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Nice choice, nice choice. It's kind of like having that awesome mixtape 
you know, volume one with all the songs that you can just listen to and listen that's to. That's a good desert island like a really choice. Good that's a yeah, smart. well, that's, that's the very thing. Smart. Is I can mm. relive music that I love and and stuff. So I'll probably would go with that. MCU Desert Island movie. Non, non MCU movie. Civil Dumb and Dumber. War. I'm with so. Dumb. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Next. Going around the audience, apparently. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> MCU uh, Desert Island movie. Go. I'm with Christian because my DVD for uh, Thor Ragnarok is almost worn out, and my alternate would be Labyrinth. Ooh, oh, not MCU, but I'm into that. There was a good Gareth walking around. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, it was. By the way, good. yeah. Oh no, you whoa, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa! All good. Chair That's just okay, blew up good. on me. That's fine. Yeah, I saw outside uh, Guardians good. of the Galaxy. I saw like a full. So I'll just family. Yeah, Bye, chair. Too. Not a good yeah, chair. Good rock, All right, MCU doesn't have a movie. Go. Uh, I agree with Brian. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay. Very good choice. Very good choice. Thank you. I liked your reasoning for that. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. All right. I am seriously out of my cable. We're gonna see if we can do this. Everyone yell at the same time. Captain Marvel. Hey. Nice. Oh, personally, Marvel, both have Captain Marvel. Marvel. How come? Why? Because it's standalone. It soundtrack. What's that? Why? Why Captain Marvel? Because it's like standalone, or you just, it's your favorite? No, it's a, it. Why? Well, it's also the freshest in my memory. But I, I think yeah, how it ties in um, a few characters and just uh, sort of puts a nice bow on a couple backstories and ties in um, antagonists from. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Stuff like that, and it has Ben Mendelsohn, mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus okay. the '90s references, man. Yeah. yeah, tons of them. And actually, you know what? If I gotta spend like a bunch of Lonely Island nights, might as well be with Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> wow, dude, that's I don't great. Disagree. I don't Not disagree. in a gross way, yeah. just that. Um, I uh, would go with uh, as well as uh, Thor Ragnarok because yes. New Zealand accents are great. And, uh, <laughs> or or Winter Soldier too. I really like Winter Soldier. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, non uh, Marvel, but since it's Disney, I will count it as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is Emperor's New Groove. Oh, hey. I respect that's that my choice. Animated film. I'm so sorry. Wow. Emperor's that's New awesome. Groove. I cannot believe that just came up in this podcast. <laughs> It is fantastic voice cast. Okay. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Nice. Is that up for Winter yeah, Soldier? The mic is going to go. Civil War. Civil War. Wow, yeah. the Captain Americas are really going head to head here. I can't reach you. You're going to have to. Adam, yell. As the music guy, I'm going with Brian. There you go. Guardians. Guardians, yeah. Yeah, so while I, while I agree with Winter Soldier as good, I'm going to pick something different than other people and say Doctor Strange. Oh! Is that, mm-hmm. that one stands out as being a character who uh, more solves his problem, uh, re- not so much using fisticuffs, but using other means, like mm-hmm. uh, using, using more of his uh, mind or something <laughs> rather than uh, brute force. I'm going to change Brilliant. my vote, I appreciate that. and if I have to spend a bunch of time on a desert island with somebody, I'd like it to be Benedict Cumberbatch, so don't do straight. <laughs> <laughs> You've Thank swayed you. the vote. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. There is an excellent Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange cosplay going around at the Capital City Comic Con right now. Like oh. He's got the wheels. Like It's a, it's a fantastic cosplay. Is he a professional cosplay. cosplayer? Or is I, don't, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to ask him. He disappeared. And I think it's... I think it's confirmed that there's going to be a second Doctor Strange yeah. movie, isn't there? Yeah. Right? But yeah. Chris, he's a buddy of mine. He's from Seattle. He is part of the Seattle Cosplayers. Oh, so Chris, apparently. It's Chris from Seattle Cosplayers. There we go. Um, I guess mine would be the Winter Soldier, the one that I always get confused with Civil War, but Civil War really depresses me, so not Civil War. Um, the Winter Soldier would definitely be my, my uh, first choice, and outside the MCU, it would be Big Trouble in Little China. Smart. 
Hey, we did a topic. Cool. What are we going to talk about next? Again, this is normally the part where we sort of edit out of the podcast. Uh, we've got Game of Thrones stuff, for Black Summer, Gemini Grimma. Let's go in order of what we have there because we don't have a ton, so that makes sense. We only got half Let's hour talk left, right? Game of Thrones. I love these live effects. They're so good. Couple stories that uh, we read in uh, on the uh, the the internet. I'm not sure if you guys know what the internet is. It's a place where you get a lot of stories. Um, and uh, we read that uh, Kit Harrington had to get therapy after uh, filming Jon Snow's death at the end of season five. And then more no, recently, wait. Oh. What? Oh, sorry. I thought you said at the end of this coming season. Wow. I don't know that much. No. Sorry. Right. Okay. And then we hear oh, that yeah. Amelia Clark had a pair of aneurysms, like, and that she was treated for during the. But the, the, like, wow, scary things. Disgust. Yeah, the um. <laughs> Uh, Amelia had her aneurysms like right before they started filming, I believe. I think they, well, she was at the cast. end of season one. Yeah. She had her first aneurysm before they went into season two, which is just like she was on a press tour or something. And then the second one happened. She was like about to go to an interview with MTV. Oh, Did wow. you read this? No. She's about to go into an interview with MTV, I think after the maybe into the third or the fourth season. And she had this uh, headache and it was coming on and she, she'd known it. She'd been in surgery for an aneurysm. Um, and she thought to herself, well, if I'm going to die... It might as well be on live TV. <laughs> wow. wow. And she went and did the MTV interview. Right? right? Go big or go home. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Awesome. Instead of being like, I need My a doctor, goodness. she wanted to go. Does anyone know, like. <laughs> on MTV. <laughs> what? It, yeah. If only it could be MTV back, like, when it was really relevant in the late 80s or something, though. But um, <laughs> when was, or what is an aneurysm? Like, can anyone explain that a bit more medically to me? Like, that's a thing in your that's brain a, going on? Yeah. Another podcast, but okay. Blood clot in the brain, I believe, is what we're yeah. looking at. Isn't that it's a stroke? No, it like bursts. No. What? The blood? Yeah. Of your, a thing in your brain bursts? Yeah. When you have an aneurysm? Mm-hmm. Looks like we need the internet. And so then, how does it? News uh, stories and medical information. Uh, what are the symptoms then? Like, what do you what do you do? Do you fall down? Yeah, well, you basically die. You pass out. Like you you will die of an aneurysm. Hey, like go Google. ahead and say it's not good, Paul. Yeah. It is wow. an aneurysm. Yeah, right. It, yeah, oh, it bursts. It bursts. Holy yeah, so smokes. so uh, what Amelia what Clark is had an aneurysm. <laughs> Is uh, she she had this uh, aneurysm, or I think they caught it like even before she had it, and, and it was like just a major headache, and it was a clot that was about to burst. Oh, because basically, if you have an aneurysm, as as far as I know, and I am not a doctor, I am sure. a Hogwarts Quidditch seeker. Yeah. <laughs> do they have a medical school in Hogwarts though? No, do the you, don't, you don't need it. You just like repair it. They have the hospital wing. Oh, that's right. You give them Skelligrow for everything. Why do they even have St. Mungo's then if they could just repair it? Oh, that's okay. Because that's for magical maladies. Right. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. An aneurysm refers to a weakening of an artery, that w- an, ar- an artery wall that creates a bulge or distension of the artery. The most significant aneurysms affect the artery supplying the brain and the heart. An aortic aneurysm affects the body's main artery. The rupture of an aneurysm causes internal bleeding. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Anyway, so she had two or almost had what two of those. What is a stroke? And uh, <laughs> a stroke, for a stroke sure is, is a sudden interruption in the blood supply of the brain. Else. Most strokes are caused by an abrupt blockage of arteries right. leading to the brain. Blockage. Oh, hang on a second. Leading to the brain. <laughs> it's not big. But it's, cra- it's like, anyway, it's crazy. Yeah, good for crazy. her though. Like amazing. Like that. That she. The other thing to me that I love about this is that she's kept it a secret. For you know, seven, eight, nine years, mm-hmm. like yeah, she didn't tell anybody to, yeah. th- until now. 
that these were some medical issues she was dealing with? Like, that's crazy. Here she is blowing up in the entertainment world, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah, films all sorts threatened. of other movies and becomes just like like a huge star. But I don't think you would though either. If if I'm her and I'm the star of this TV show, right? I don't want to put out into the world and you know I'm, I'm gaining f- millions of fans all over the world for this character. Um, you know, it's like and very clearly Daenerys, who she's playing, is uh, you know going to go to the end of this thing. I don't want to get everyone worried. I don't want like the producers likely knew and had a plan for that or whatever. But I don't think I would want the fans to like be thinking about that. And and then now as everyone's obsessing over it, and then they're watching as they watch her and her performance in that show, they're worried about it's that. distracting. And exactly. yeah, it's yeah. totally That's distracting. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. What are they? And then is that going to affect what happens in the plot of this movie? Does George R. R. Martin rewrite the books <laughs> right aside from what he had? originally in his mind to kill off Daenerys if they have to unfortunately kill off this character because the actress dies in real life? That's a lot. That's what happened with Star Wars. I don't want to put us in the shoes of any... Of any <laughs> hmm. What happened <laughs> in Star Wars? Chewbacca died. Yes, that's... Yeah, Paul <laughs> no, Chewbacca died. What? What happened in Star Wars like that? They had to rewrite um, episode nine because uh, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher right. passed away, and so she was supposed to have a huge big role. That's right. Wait, yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Two, 2000. What was sorry. that? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers for the year 2016. Spoilers for anyone who time travels. I could maybe be a spoiler for episode nine, though. Maybe she doesn't die. Maybe she. Oh, I uh, know. Maybe bringing, Carrie Fisher doesn't die. They what? are bringing her back. Like no, Princess Leia. They're bringing her back with archival footage. Right. Maybe um, she just is like, I have to go now. My planet needs me, and then flies away. <laughs> Right? Is she gonna fly away like oh, this Paul. again? Like yeah. the, do the like exactly. stupid fly through space? That well, she yeah. Did? I don't have to kill that character. And then at the end of the movie, once everything's resolved, they <laughs> just the go future. like, "Too bad Leia's not back to see how great we all are now," or something. That could happen. That might be a spoiler. I don't want to put us in the shoes of uh, you know a major television actor, but because we're all you know local radio people, barely. But I mean, if if one of us had to act like we had been killed and stabbed and then died, and then keep that a secret, would that be enough to put you into therapy? Thinking back to oh, Kit Harrington. Uh, yeah, I'm going back to Kit Harrington, who had to go into therapy uh, after his character death in Game of Thrones. And what would the reason? Yeah, that's because I, I I don't know if if that was because can he tell his therapist? <laughs> oh, that's oh a great my qu- goodness! Oh. Yeah, no kidding. What could you tell your therapist? Do right? non-disclosure acts cover like confidentiality agreements between doctor and patient? I would want to be Tom Holland. It, it cancels out. It cancels out. Tell me everything. That's right. Right. Internet yeah. spoilers and, and client-patient privilege. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> If he does tell the therapist, do you want to be that therapist who knows the end of Game of Thrones before it happens because your client is Kit Harrington? I did read a story that he... You do? (laughs) (laughs) Because I know him. But but then like it's like he's ruining it for you. If Kit Harrington to you right now came up to you and was just like, here's how it ends, at first you'd be like, wow, I know something. But then... You'd be like, you just ruined it for me, dude. I want to watch this. Yeah. I don't mind with the spoilers. He doesn't 
Yeah. Uh, she doesn't mind his so so There we go. I like that too. I, I go did, on Wikipedia. I did read an article that Kit Harrington had told his wife, uh, Rose yeah. Leslie. Egret. Egret, yeah, on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that she, he had told her the ending to Game of Thrones, and she was very upset. Yeah. Well, he knows nothing. He knows nothing. John. Because <laughs> he ruined yeah. it for her. Yeah, so. Oh, the ending, of the, the ending of the last mm-hmm. season. Oh, okay. I think she's probably well. Pretty... She'd pretty be understandably yeah. upset because that last scene of his. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, Fair that enough. Makes sense. Fair enough. You got yeah. to see his butt all over TV. It was great. Hello, doctor. Um, uh, do we have music for Black Summer? No, I don't. I'm okay. Sorry. Do you have Do you have Harry I Potter should, music? If I don't have the music, I should just do this. Oh boy. <laughs> No. We heard an R2-D2 R2 oh, squeal. Oh, that was... There you go. Brian's got all the toys over there <laughs> on the Except for box. music for the stuff that we're going to talk about. Right, so yeah, which, you know, we've only been preparing for a few weeks, oh, yeah, so that's exactly. fine. That's why, okay. Why would I? Um, do we want to talk about Black Nation or, yeah. uh, or Black's, uh, Black Summer Z, I Z so. Nation? I Z do. Nation? Yeah. Can I, I say Z Nation because I'm Canadian? No, it's Z Nation. That's just the name of the thing. But is oh. it Azure or Azure? Azure. 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 Anyway. Okay. Brian, it, Have go. you guys seen the trailer for the that one that I sent? Do you re- Paul doesn't read his email, so he probably no. didn't see the we're trailer. We're talking about a trailer for a, a new series on... It's Netflix, right? Uh, yes, this called, is a Netflix uh, original. It's called Black Summer, uh, which is, I guess, a sort of sort of semi-prequel slash spin-off to Z Nation, which was, of course, like a, a sci-fi zombie show. Um, but man, this one looks nothing like it. It uh, looks pretty scary. Uh, I'm I'm pretty interested in seeing what this is gonna be. I'm like I've, I've as is, you know I'm I'm very much a zombie movie and television show enthusiast. Uh, not art is not right. No, you're not. Sorry. Um, that was great content for the uh, audio pod. Art just went thumbs down. So. Down, down, down yeah. on The Walking yeah. Dead. Why is yeah. that still a show? Whoa, buddy. Hey, Dan Fogler is you in talk? here somewhere. Yeah. Be careful. Dan Fogler in here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know where, where we want to go. If, like, has everybody and on this side of the table, have, have you guys seen the, sh- the show or seen the, the show? Or the, uh, I've the seen the trailer. That's all I've seen. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Z Nation? But, so we're, this is going nowhere, isn't it? But the thing we always talk about, because I agree with Art, that uh, Walking Dead is boring. Do you know when I decided Walking Dead was boring, too, is when uh, I did some math. And um, it's like if you think about how, let's say there's like 0.1% of the population left alive and not a zombie in the zombie apocalypse. But on that show, when they're like killing was like 1 to 50 or more zombies per episode. Walkers. Right? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm walkers. Um, even with only like 0.1% of the population left alive, after a little while, and I, I don't remember what the math is now, but it's like a few months, <laughs> there's no zombies left. There's no zombies left. And you're left with 1.1% of the population struggling without an economy and without you know, civilization, but there's no zombies left. And so for this whole thing of there's still to be hordes of zombies walking around, it doesn't make sense. And that always bumped me that in that show, here we are years and years later. There's just no resolution. And we're still dealing with like hordes of zombies. That doesn't make sense. And so it bothers me. And so what I always liked though, and one of the reason I liked the first season of The Walking Dead and the reason why I like 
every George A. Romero zombie movie and um, and in every the, the new Dawn of the Dead remake and all that stuff is because it happens pretty soon after the zombies break out. And so this movie as I or this series or whatever it is that I um, as I understand um, happens right when that's happening. Mm-hmm. That's in the yeah. in the lore of this. Well, in Z Nation, they they right. refer to that day as the Black Summer. Right, yeah. Black Summer. Right. Yeah. So, like within a few months, and the zombies are running amok. That's the only interesting part of a zombie apocalypse. Mm. We've talked about on this podcast before, The Walking Dead would still probably be good if it was an anthology series where you see one group of people deal with the outbreak and then you see another people deal with the outbreak rather than staying with the same cast throughout the entire rest of their uh, unnatural lives. So if this show is set purely within, let's call it a three-month stretch, when the zombie apocalypse breaks out, that could be good. Yeah. But the thing about The Walking Dead, though, is that that TV series, or at least the comic book series, it's not about uh, the zombies. It's not about the apocalypse. It's all about the people and how they deal with the fallout and what's happening and all of those relationships, which I think The Walking Dead, the TV series, yeah. didn't do a great job, That you know, the first two, three, four series of it. The most recent season, mm-hmm. though, like with Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler, shout out! Yeah! <laughs> Is he here? He's um, around here. It's been really good and it has focused on those relationships and kind of like rebuilding and, and what do you do after a situation like that. But I agree with you, like those the first, it was a bit of a slog and where are the zombies coming from? Or I think it just, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's sort of flaw where it almost lost me because The Walking Dead did almost lose me and then it's got me back with this season is the, you know, it, it got a little bit too big. Right. And, you know, the, the comic books, they can deal with that. They can deal with like the different communities and stuff. And just because you're, you're reading these on a comic panel, it's a little bit different from consuming it in an actual, you know, 60 minute television show. Um, but when you when you're trying to uh, introduce all these characters and and go back to different storylines and plot points, it just got a little bit too jumbled up, mm-hmm. um, which is why, you know, I started almost even getting into the uh, Fear the Walking Dead, which is focused on, you know, a smaller group once it got good. And yep. then they changed um, that and now it's a bigger group again and now I'm well, like Well, no, 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 see, and that's the thing was like when they changed it and they say they introduced um, they introduced uh, um, Morgan into the series and it, it sort of focused on forming this new group, it kind of got back to where the first season of The Walking Dead was where mm-hmm. it was like yep. all about this smaller group. Um, now, with this one, with, with a new season of The Walking Dead, it's, you know, I think the appeal is that they're and it's both an appeal and a challenge for their next season is that they they have a lot of because they did this giant time jump they have a lot of gaps to fill in the storyline they have a lot of like oh man what happened here within the last six years that we got to kind of fill in these blanks right and uh that could be the big challenge for the next season is like once they tell once they answer all those questions what next um whereas with black summer uh, you're telling now again, like what you're saying is a brand new uh, story that's happening right when the world just goes to hell. Yeah. Right. And now it's again, it's it's like Dawn of the Dead. It's like all those other George A. Romero's. It's about finding shelter. It's about the s- basic survival skills at the beginning of this and finding out what is going on outside of these walls. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. OK. So neat. It looks good and it looks violent as hell. Right. It, yeah. yeah, I think so. So that's uh, these are running zombies. 
running zombies Which always makes the difference. Scarier. Scarier. Yeah. I agree. The running zombies are way scarier. And also, here's the other thing: uh, how long does it take a human body to decompose down into a skeleton? And then. Um, how long will it take for them just to be a bunch of skeletons running around? And guess what are not scary, everyone? Skeletons. What about like late skeletons? I guess skeletons. And they make like <laughs> rattly. Like should do that with the next season of Walking Dead. It should be a bunch of rattly skeletons all rattling around. That would be hilarious, actually, and I would watch that. We're gonna we're gonna cover one more topic and then we're gonna and then we're gonna wrap it up. Um, what was the exact headline again? Does anybody remember the exact headline? Harry Potter music. Ah, uh, sorry. Oh, for the love wait, of wait. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, uh, that's fine. I'll I'll sing it. <laughs> do 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 oh, that's nice. do. Oh, do, oh do, I love that singing. Do, do. Okay. I don't know what the exact headline was, but it was basically J.K. Rowling came out and confirmed that yes. There's no children in here. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a sexual relationship. They um, were lovers. She used the word intense. An, in- yeah, wildly yeah, intense. an intense sexual relationship. Sexual yeah. relationship. Which we all pretty much knew, right? Like, we, yeah. come on, that scene so, in the uh, movie where he's touching the mirror and everything, like, we yeah, know what's going the, yeah, on. Yeah, in the mirror, the mirror of Elsa, like, upsets mirror of desire. Yes. No, it doesn't, it, it's not that it upsets people, I don't think, but it's just like, well, I mean, some people on Twitter are angry about it, but Why? I don't know. Ah, it's internet. You right. know. It's the internet, yeah. Um, but uh, I think the <laughs> thing is, is that like, okay, is this going to end up being an actual plot point, or is J.K. Rowling saying this so that it doesn't <laughs> have to like be a plot point? They, they've you know? talked about it. They've talked about it um, in the movies in uh, Fantastic Beasts about making it a plot point. Please and let an actual is it good David plot Yates doing the movies? Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Who's the director? David Yates. Anyway, whoever's doing um, the new movies has said like they're they're not going to make it explicit. But the thing is that like years and years and years ago, and this is kind of like jk rowling just started doing this which is amazing um she just started tweeting things as canon and she would be like yeah dumbledore is gay and everyone was like what excuse me jk rowling what are you talking about um and, and she, she did, probably got a really good reaction from that don't yeah, you think yeah and that's what why she continues with you. this like, yeah totally not? that was and great like, and even like going to things like uh when they did the harry potter on uh the west end the um cursed child um, Hermione was a black actress and and uh, everyone went nuts about it. They're like, Hermione's not black and J.K. Rowling was like, when did I ever say she wasn't? Oh. So she's great. Like, I love J.K. Rowling. Okay, she was there's, there's one the more. There's one more of these canon but, okay, things. Okay, yeah, there's, there is a canon thing here. But anyway, so um, Dumbledore and Grindelwald, though, w- if you read the books, um, it's kind of implied like uh, this her coming out as saying that Dumbledore was gay years later um, is after she read wrote the books of course but like reading the book where you find out Dumbledore's past and his friend Grindelwald and all of this like it it's kind of implied that they're kind of really close friends yeah like very implied so it wasn't shocking to me when I found out but my favorite J.K. Rowling, um, random, like, here, this is canon now, is uh, in November of this year, um, a tweet came out from the, oh, last year, yeah, in the future, time travel. Time Um, travel, hack! (laughs) 
This tweet came out from the Pottermore account, which is the official like canon account, and it said that in the 1800s, wizards uh, did not have muggle plumbing yet, so instead of using toilets, they would just go wherever they wanted to and then disappear the evidence. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, okay, and do you know why people freaked out about this? And I think because why are wizards pooping everywhere? Yeah, like, people thought that pe- the wizards were like. <laughs> I think it's in the wording of the tweet. It it kind of implies that a wizard would be literally like walking down the hall, and then just be We've like, "Lost one of our uh, listeners. She's fallen off her and chair." Then just like uh. pooping. Yeah. Well, that's why all over themselves. That's why Dumbledore like, switched from suits that he's wearing in Fantastic so Beasts to just robe. the robe. They got special robes for that, right? Yeah. Whereas, yes. like, if special you, robes. it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Was like, special oh, uh, excuse me, and I'm gonna go back to my dormitory and then like loaf it up in the corner, or like I've d- you know got a place that's chamber pot exactly, and then you disappear. or just like a corner. It's like oh, I don't want to go all the way back upstairs. You just whiz in the hallway. No, against man, that the, tweet like was uh, very specific that they portrait. would just go anywhere, we got a anywhere, question. wherever question. they were. A question about the wizards disappearing. The wizard poop. Oh, wizard poop. Mike is making his way out. Okay. So, like, is it just like can they get rid of the smell too, or is it just like the visual evidence? Like, I think the smell comes from the poo. Yeah, but if it's like been (laughs) sitting, but if it's sitting on the ground, (laughs) if it's sitting on the ground, like in the carpet, like, is it gonna? I feel like it's a different spell. I feel like that would be a different spell. Oh yes. Tied to go spell. Yeah. They got spells for everything. Why wouldn't there be a sir breezy Amis? Sir, please remember this is magic and. All yeah. the poo particles are disappeared, <laughs> and so right, like it's not it's not gonna be a lingering smell. We have another question. Actually, you know what? Hold on, Wait, when hold you on. flush the toilet, there's a lingering smell. It okay, does lingering. You know what? Smell. I apologize. Yeah. You're right. Okay, we whole, have another question. Whole castle reeks. Shush. Smell. I mean, what happens if they make it disappear while they are doing it? Oh, oh, oh hey, it's smart. We have hey, another you question know what? Back there, bud. This brings up a good point because, like, if if your cat goes in the cat box and you scoop it immediately, you're not really dealing with much. But if your cat goes in the cat box and you wait an hour, then your place is gonna smell. So the quicker you get rid of it, the quicker I can't I can't reach you. You're gonna have to come here. I'm sorry. Yeah, that we is have one more comment. There are so many questions about wizard poo. I'm I know, so this happy. This is the most interaction we've had. <laughs> it just strikes me if they have spells to make it disappear, why not just like enchant their underwear to, you know, do it for them? Oh, oh that's really Enchanted underwear. Get ye like, to magical times. There is some like geeky underwear you can buy that I think like gets rid of your fart smells. Do you Wait know about minute. this? What? Is there not a like poo spray smell finger yeah. that's called wizard? No, like glade made that up. Sp- spray? Isn't that a thing? No. Something like that, yeah, maybe. But similarly, um, I think you could disappear. So J.K. Rowling, I feel like she can always come out and tweet things (laughs) as canon. Like she's just making stuff up. I just fucking love it. Like she could just please. I I, skip. Do the hit the thing. No, uh, it's too late. Don't swear. Don't swear again. All right, let's tie this back in to Dumbledore and Grindelwald doing intense sex things. (laughs) Do you think that wizards do all the same sex things that we do, or that they have like special magic? Magic sex thing. They have won. I think we're out of time. Oh my goodness. Whoa. I am um, on, on think, that note. But take that home with you all tonight. <laughs> I want to thank you all very much for this pod, bud, coming to the Zones Geek Out podcast live recording. I think for the first 50 minutes it went quite well. We and were then so child friendly. I would also like to point out that we lost Jason Lamb. He, he was in the audience. <laughs> 
our yeah, own employee we early. lost. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's quickly go to the. We have an email address set up. It's geekoutatthezone.fm. Let's quickly go to the geekoutatthezone.fm mailbox and see what uh, some people have written into us. Right, so that's nothing. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or suggestions about things uh, you would like us to talk about, you can email geekoutatthezone.fm, and then hopefully we will receive our first email. Also, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. The page is normally where we put out our announcements, and the group is where y'all can talk about geeky things. So as we say, like the page, join the group, rate, review, subscribe. The podcast, that's the, the last little bit. And you can find the Zone's Geek Out podcast and all of our other podcasts at thezone.fm slash podcast. How many times can I say podcast in a sentence? Kirsten James, where can we find you on the internet? I am on the internet. And if you go to the Zones Geek Out podcast page right now, uh, I just posted a great video of Tom Holland. Did you guys see this? Yes. Doing um, a sing-along version of Rihanna's Umbrella in full drag. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he is glorious. It's a lip sync yeah. one, but yeah. Um, that was pretty old. He did that a while ago. Well, I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's new to me. It is Paul new Plastino, me. where can we find you on the internet? On the internet. And I am just busy right now thinking up what the sex spells would to be. Art Aronson. And also, Gorgio. Can I also, An actual spell you could Gorgio. use. Can I also Gorgio. give a shout out before we go uh, to Malcolm you McDowell, have. who I actually snuck around and uh, snuck in the back of his little talk. And uh, he was talking a bunch of S about uh, a William... Um, Shatner. It was oh, awesome. Oh, interesting. Yeah, if anyone else went to that, it was. Yeah, did you see that? It was a good. That was did the best part. Did he say w- that. William Shatner was a jerk? No, he said nice things that actors say about each other, about how he's lovely. And My dad he kept saying how old he was. Um, um, yeah, it was really neat. So this has been a great uh, event just for that alone. <laughs> uh, it looked like a fun discussion over there. And thanks so much, Capital City Comic Con, for having us. Oh, my gosh. Art Aronson, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, also on the Geek Out podcast page. You can and? And Twitter, at Art Aronson. And, and the unofficial Canucks podcast. Oh, yeah, Between the Stammers. This guy has two podcast. podcasts that he does, like, equal time, and he always forgets his own. Um, I actually talk on that one, so, yeah. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> not on it. Yeah, because there's, like, there's two people, and the other one doesn't laugh at him whenever he opens his mouth. We love you, though. DJ Boytano, master of uh, production and all things uh, technical. Where can we find you on the internet? On the internet. Well, no, you can find me at uh, DJ Boytano on Facebook, Boytano913, yep. Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, through the, the Geek Out podcast page. Thanks, everybody, for coming. I'm Webmeister Bud on all socials. This has been the Geek Out podcast live at Capital City Comic Con. I love you all. Bye! Bye! The Geek Out podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are pretty stupid. I mean, come on. For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit thezone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a zoner.